What's up guys? This is Dennis from Gadgets Africa and yes, we have a new what do I call it? A video, a podcast and it is called Antisocial. If you want to be explained why, you can get to either of us. And yes, we will be discussing about so many stuff in terms of tech. And unfortunately, we had planned to do this before in our offices, but for now, these are our circumstances. We are all currently working at home. And of course, I am the host, Dennis Wavero, and I am joined by two of, uh, do I call them my colleagues or my bosses? One of them is Anfani Elfas Onamu. Say hi, Elfas. Happy hey, quarantine. what's up? Happy and quarantine to you too. <laughs> and of course, we have, we call him our boss, our, our editor, oh. our editor founder Saroni Maina. Happy quarantine Saroni. Hey, no, why are we saying happy quarantine like it's a thing? Anyway. Thing. So, yeah. <laughs> all in quarantine. So this is our very first episode. Of course, we wish that we would have recorded this in, a, in better circumstances. But for now, we'll work as we are. Currently, we are all, we are all working at all. Oh my God. We are all working at home. And um, yeah, so for our first topic, we'll be talking about privacy, which has been blowing up for the past couple of days. We had even written an article about it. And um, the Kenyan government right now is trying to, what do we call it, monitor. Uh, is it the quarantined or all of us? I don't know about it, but uh, for the one who had written the article, Saruni Maina, I think is the best to explain to us so that we can have a foundation. Saruni, go. All right, so today is Monday the 30th, the recording day, which will serve yeah. as importance for those of, those of you who will be listening to this podcast or videocast later on. So the CS of Health, Mutai Kagwe, actually revealed that they are working with Safaricom to track guys who have come into contact with those who have already tested positive for coronavirus. Earlier That's on... How did, they, how did they even know who they came to contact with in the first place? Well, that's where Safaricom comes into play. Because, you see, uh, it's quite easy to know where you've been through your phone. And seeing that, let's say, for example, I am a Safaricom subscriber, and I have left the house, I've gone to a butcher somewhere, paid with M-Pesa, I've used a Matatu, gone to CBD, and all that, through a technology known as triangulation, which is not that much accurate, but it's quite easy to be able to pinpoint where I've been. It's easy to also pinpoint the people I've been interacted with. And I'm also guessing they're probably asking these guys who are in quarantine that, hey, tell us who you actually met, who you really spent a lot of time with, so that we are able to trust those people. So what I'm guessing is happening in Kenya is that uh, the government is working with Safaricom to be able to trace these people that, let's say, for example, I am the one who's been tested positive for COVID. I will say, hey, I interacted with Dennis and I interacted with Anfani. So the government, because they probably don't know exactly where these guys are, and maybe the two of you are trying to evade uh, being caught by the government. So Safaricom yeah, comes yeah. into play by triangulating your location. And this is just speculation, by the way, guys. I have no idea how it's happening. At this point, we'll just be talking on speculation because we honestly don't know exactly what is happening. But my speculation is that they're just using that triangulation technology to be able to pinpoint where the rest of the people are so that the government can be able to track them and get a hold of them to minimize the extent of infections in the country. And just to add on to that, uh, countries like South Korea, 
China, uh, and a few other countries. I think even South Africa is now doing it. Israel. Israel as well, yes. South Africa is now doing it as of 29th March. They're literally using this, they're literally using smartphones to track people so that they're able to connect who and who connected with persons who have been in contact with, let's say, an infected person. And in China and South Korea, where it has been done spectacularly well, especially China, oh my God, China's uh, invasion of pri privacy, sorry to say, has actually helped these guys a lot this time around. Because... They had yeah. their, almost I mean, their lockdown, like, next, this yeah. week. Yeah, so they, they, they are actually lifting the lockdown slowly, even in Wuhan. And this is because they've been able to track almost everyone who came into contact with COVID-19 patients. And how they're doing this is literally on your phone, you just get a notification, a message. You don't need to install an app. You don't need to do anything. Just get a message on your phone that, hey, um, you might have got, uh, been in contact with an infected person, so you need to go on 14-day quarantine. And through your phone again, and other systems like surveillance cameras around the city, they're able to make sure that you actually stick to your 14-day quarantine. Like, who is it to talk with you? Like, this guy you which actually begs the right thing to do we know china south korea they're not particularly known as democracies but for kenya is it right in the first place according to the law is it because for me i feel like yes we can do it extreme measures they are needed right now considering the number is growing we have we were like 16 cases when the the, the, the week was starting last week was starting now we are like like 42 almost getting to 50. Are we are we are we are we are we at the right numbers to start extreme measures or is it even right in the first place to track anyone by the government? Do we trust the government enough? Um I think uh, going by by the poll we did, which was about forty-eight percent of the people wanted the, the government to be able to do this, and then the others weren't so open to the idea because one, they just didn't like the idea, or two, they did not trust the government enough with that information. So I personally was in the group that did not trust the government with that information because I feel like once we are done with this um, <coughs> COVID-19 pandemic, this information could be used against us later you know and i don't think i'm very ready for this uh, and in particular this current government to have that kind of information and in particular actually the, the other question that comes is what kind of information is this is it just the location data or is it everything else is it from your credentials to your banking uh, information to what kind of information do they get is it just the location data because we cannot just rely on location data in the first place so for me the question there, exactly that's a good that's a good question yeah what do the what is the kind of information of data that they are getting from us and what do they do with the data later on is that only so, for you is it um, in the okay let me let me chip in here and this is not in regards to kenya actually uh with the research that i did while doing that article uh these other countries are already it's called a tracing system they're already tracing the victims of COVID-19. Uh, so let me say with China, because China is the most elaborate system out there right now. One, they're tracking your social media. So they know who you've been talking to, and probably they know what you're saying. Uh, two, they are tracking your payments, because most of the payments in China are done digitally, either through WeChat or maybe through cards. Yeah. It's not the banking. Yeah. It's actually so, the banking. 
they also know what you've bought they know which shops you've been to and such and then three they're using their cameras you see the cameras that got installed in nairobi so in the in the states of china yeah. they have like millions and millions of these cameras actually i was watching a video this morning whereby for you to exit your apartment building you have to scan your face so they know you left your house yani ase wanajua ukitoka home they know which shops you went to they know oh. everything and then lastly they have the location data of your phone so i don't know how much surveillance can be able to be applied in kenya but i think the most basic surveillance that kenyans can actually expect to happen during this covid-19 pandemic is just that the location data will be you know probably who they are calling but i don't know who you are calling if it's that important as much as location data right now and now to just add on to my point of view i think it's okay like i was part of the 48% that was saying hey i think at this point it's okay because kenyans are very disciplined the cs said this kenyans are very disciplined let's give an example of the deputy governor this guy comes into the country from an infected area and instead of sitting at home for 14 days literally it's only 2 weeks they're being asked sit at home so that we see if you show any symptoms and then we can be able to take care of you after that he decides to go attend uh, i think a wedding to attend meetings to meet people and now there's a possibility he's been infected over 200 people because he came into contact with around 300 people and you can imagine this 300 people then came into contact with another 300 people so, but then again do we do we do this only for the for for, for the suspected and already the infected who are who are already in quarantine or do we do it for everyone because right now at this moment we may be at 42 cases but honestly speaking no one knows how many people have been infected they may be over 100 and in the in the second place this is a phase this is a season coronavirus will end what do they do with that information because do not expect the kenyan government i don't trust the kenyan government enough to just be like ah we are done with the information let's put it in the bin let's just delete it and all i do not trust the kenyan government enough so for me i am the kenyan i'm i'm the devil's advocate as much as it is important as much as it has worked in countries like israel south korea because south korea actually they reduced their like numbers in in a, the number of cases in a day from 900 to like 70 in in like one yeah, and it's and it's so, going down every day yeah, yeah for me it will work yes there are possibilities of it working but then again i do not trust the person who are, who is mandated to do that i do not trust them enough because the kenyan government for one let me let me be this the kenyan government for one they do not have the resources to do, do that number one this is what i think they will do they'll have to involve an external firm let's say safaricom or another it firm to do that for the tracking and all what does that 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 uh, that, firm, that private firm is the one that will be uh let's say mandated to do that they will have all the information what do they do with that information after that i don't trust anyone that's my point i don't I have a question then this is to both you and anthony since anthony also seems to be on your side who told yep. you that the government isn't already tracking you like it's just coming to light right now because of covid-19 but exactly in cases whereby what wanna shikwa because the government in ajua mali wako how do you think government yeah. in ajua mali wako for now i yeah, think it's because better, better that i don't know it's better that i don't know they're tracking me but if i know that i'm being fed on i mean come on dude how will i live 
because I know that if you go to the CAK offices, yeah, they have rooms filled with screens that watch our Twitter, our Facebook, our all our pages, like for every single person. That's how they're able to track people like uh, Mr. John, who was speaking about uh, the coronavirus cases. Like what happened to people? people? Now apparently he's been caught. Sorry? Was he upset or anything or just the, the story of it was inf- misinformation. Okay, we are not even sure whether it was. It was uh, I'm not too sure, but yeah, exactly, exactly. So you see, like they they are constantly watching every single minute. Even Safaricom has information. I read a clause that should someone want information based on their like history searches and everything, even sometimes incognito mode, you can go to Safaricom, appeal for you to get that information, and you get it. So if it's about tracking, they're already tracking. They already know what you're doing. They already know what you've been saying or what you've been doing. Now they're just getting the permission to do it on a public basis so that we also do. So if they're tracking, yes, they are. So whether or not we trust them, it's Let's probably going to happen. Really? Really? I really, I still, I still, I still don't, I wish it was someone else doing it that, that has like history, that has like a track record, you know, because the reason, the reason why, I, why I'm debating it, it's a, a place like China. They already know it's not a democracy. It's like it's a rule. Like, dude, I don't even think they have data protection law like we have it here. And if they have it, there are some like a big segment, the big segment like that is like, if the government takes over, they take over. You see, and that's why I think it worked there. That's why I think lockdown worked there. That's why I think whatever they are, it is that they are doing it work because they know it is. We have no other option. The citizens know we have no other option. But for Kenya, really? Ah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still... I I am still on the part of for greater good. Like, this is how I am looking at it. I honestly, I don't want to wrap my mind around uh, what the government will do with this information. I'm not... Okay, let me say I'm intentionally being ignorant because... If I try think of all these things, I w- I think I'll go crazy. You see, I don't want to think of what is the government doing with the information they're collecting from me because it's not just the government. If we start talking about privacy, we'll have to talk about Google. We'll have to talk about our Android smartphones. We'll have to talk about our iPhones. And you know, those are as much as it is believed that hey, iPhones are a bit safer than any other phone, they still collect some data that can be used against you. So here's my point. At this point in time that we are in, at this time Mm -hmm. where we've already seen that Kenyans are not disciplined enough to be able to, you know, uh, do something as simple as self-isolation if you come into contact with a possible COVID-19 patient, I think the government is allowed to take it into into their own hands to ensure that the rest of the population is actually protected. I don't expect the government to start tracking me because I haven't come into contact with any COVID-19 patient as far as I know. However, if they use this location data and realize that, hey, I might have come into contact with a COVID-19 patient, they should alert me. And then after alerting me, they should ensure through the tracking that I stay at home. Let me bring in, in, uh, let me bring in something interesting that I also saw on social media. So. When the Ministry of Health started texting people and telling them about COVID-19, I saw guys starting like to make noise. Eh? You know, Kenyans love ranting online. So someone okay. is on Twitter and I complain, it is, why am I getting texted by the Ministry of Health? 
and I'm here on the other end of the yeah it's because they have your number and they have to text you like yes, they have you see you see uh, you see there's that part whereby some things are okay to do it's okay for the ministry of health to text us and tell us about covid-19 yet kuna watu walikuwa complain why apparently they, there's no court order or there's nothing that has been like they've not been asked to be texted and i'm like okay what is wrong with kenyans it's just a text and it's not even a text that askies and neighbors and such things it to mean about butchery you milipanayo and then suddenly they are texting you about their offers this is this is national health come on guys seriously i believe and i know this will probably come to bite me back later but i believe we can be ignorant kidogo for the greater good because if we imagine what wako shags um say they don't even know anything about covid-19 the only information they can probably get is what is in the news and what the ministry of health tells them so imagine a rumor yanze in shards that okay but covid-19 was like i actually had this and if you have covid-19 you die within 24 hours and now you ask yourself why are people killing people who are suspected to be covid-19 patients because one on a mistake but i am dying in 24 hours acha ni wewe mstay when you are not instead of me dying You get my point how about it instead of tracking okay instead of just tracking the quarantine doll how about we track cuz i think there has been there was a, a law about when you when you spread misinformation there is a possibility you could get 5 million fine and i don't know five was it five years or two years i have See, not seen that i'm end. not sure i don't remember but yeah i remember i remember what you're saying yeah i've also not seen that enforced as much as 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 it as it is right now it was at the beginning there was like if you spread misinformation you get a fine of like 5 million plus uh or a, a prison sentence or both i've not seen that enforced as much as they want to enforce the tracking and all why don't you first spread because i think the the whole the, the whole problem about this virus is not even the people spreading it or the people coming in it's misinformation misinformation is the one spreading panic and all which is a whole other story that we will talk about but for me right now uh saroni you are for the idea that let us be let, let privacy be thrown in the toilet which i think it already is according to elvas for me i am okay if it gets to such extreme measures 42 cases is, is not as much as us or china or south korea which was having like 900 cases in a day So you prefer, you'd prefer we get to 900 cases. I would prefer the government to ask the out of us and then we get to a maximum of 100 cases as opposed to chilling and saying hey privacy 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 and then we are gentle. You will die. We will all die because of privacy. You think when you're dead you will care about your privacy. Okay. Okay. Privacy out of the I think that's 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 the the conclusion from all of us. Okay you guys talk to us and tell us should privacy be thrown into the toilet or or should it be done for the greater good should uh, privacy be thrown out of the toilet anyway that's it from us elfas saroni and uh we will see you guys in the next episode this is our very first episode and uh yeah that's it from us we from us we out we out are you out i am out no Bye. stay home don't tell people to go out then <laughs> don't say out Stay home. Stay home. We in. We are in.